Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Max Out podcast. I am one of your hosts, William Cunningham, here with my co-host, Vincent Wagner. Vin, how the fuck are you? Well, I'm doing good. Had a, had a pretty productive week. How about yourself? Uh, pretty productive. Um, you know, I just got back from coaching at the USAW uh, Youth Nationals slash American Open Final slash National okay. Championships, which was... A lot, a lot of words there. Continue. A lot of words. Basically... Um, it was a whole bunch of competitions smushed into one because of COVID and they all got postponed and then they were supposed to be in person in Atlanta. But then again, because of COVID and future spikes, they decided against it. So they did it virtually. So I just had to drive. I drove three and a half hours south instead of like six hours north. So there wasn't much of a difference. Yeah, you were that far. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I, you know, I went and to high school down in Boca and then now I'm up in Ormond Beach so right right okay three, three and a half hours I think give or take from the time I get granted like 20 minutes of it is just driving to the highway but that's irrelevant um but yeah it was a good week uh it went well like I uh like I told you before it was kind of a shit show that first that first day it went as good as it could have you know we had five lifters lifting at on that one day and right. uh you know, we had three of them lifting at the same time at 10, 15 p.m. So not only was it just three people lifting at the same time, uh, it was just late, late night for everybody. So we didn't get out of there until probably 12, 12, 15. It was definitely, definitely a long night, definitely a fun night uh, moving around a lot. We had three people on the same platform. So I was picking up bars, moving them off. So uh, for competition lifts and yada, yada, yada. Long story short, it was a. Uh, it was a good time, definitely, and my fir- my yeah, first experience really coaching. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, how, how was your first time? Not too bad. Yeah, uh, definitely not. Again, not ideal, but nothing's ideal in the world that we're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was it was fun. It was definitely fun. Definitely something yeah, absolutely. I want to do. I want to do it at some point in my life, owning my own gym and everything. So good to get my feet wet now while I'm still young. You know, I'm only 19, and I don't think there's any maybe maybe a few 19 year old coaches in this country so i don't have my own i don't don't know too many too many people that are as committed to this as you are oh yeah i'm 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 all in if there's there's one thing that i've actually stayed consistent with in my life that i've actually had one love for my whole life is olympic lifting or just lifting in general and football oh yeah olympic lifting or lifting in general like i said has a lot more a lot more to work with career wise career wise whereas with football it's like you can be a coach or you can be um a player no. granted you know you could get into sports analysis and everything like that but i like being actually involved hands-on i can't sit behind a desk and talk sports i love to do it for fun but i don't know if i could do it for a living without actually being on the field right i get that this, this sure. is the closest i can get with that but on that topic of gyms, uh, today we're going to be talking about just our gym experiences, you know, how there's so many different gym experiences. <laughs> Me and you have a plethora oh <laughs> of ones that we can go through, uh, you know. Um, so my first question for you really um, is what is your favorite gym or favorite type of gym to work out at? You know, there's a bunch of different ones. You have CrossFit gyms, you have commercial gyms, you have powerlifting gyms you have your little hole in the wall fitness centers um so just what are uh what are your thoughts on that um that's 
I'd probably have to say either like a hole in the wall gym or a CrossFit style gym, just because being an athlete on top of loving lifting, like a lot of those CrossFit gyms have a lot of things that I could utilize as a running back, like those turf strips. And like, I could definitely, definitely maximize my time in one workout at a CrossFit gym. So that, that's pretty much a no brainer for me. And I hate commercial gyms. I mean, unfortunately, that's really all I have available to me right mm-hmm. now. Uh, because I don't feel like spending the money for a yeah. CrossFit gym. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, CrossFit gyms are ridiculously expensive. They're like, at least the cheapest I've seen is like 70 or 80 bucks for a month. It's Whereas for, and for then, people like you and me, that's not really efficient just because like right. you and I, we know what we're doing. People and pay then, all that money to take classes and have workouts drawn up for them and, and be trained, basically. Whereas you and I, we just kind of just need somewhere to go exactly (laughs) so i would i would love to find some sort of facility where i could go and just be like look i'm not looking to be trained i don't need a coach right now or anything yeah like here's 10 bucks can i please yeah let me let me lift in here please (laughs) please as for me though uh i'm definitely not a big fan of commercial gyms never have been just because of of the cultures there and and uh there's lack just of not equipment. too much to offer for yeah lack of equipment <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing honestly very generic generic workout styles in in a commercial gym like the the stuff that me and you need to do as athletes and you as an olympic computer is definitely um definitely not provided at a commercial gym yeah i've i don't think i've ever been to a single commercial gym that had like olympic lifting equipment right like i mean unfortunately i've i've had to be the guy that's hand cleaning behind the squat rack while everyone else is doing leg presses and and dumbbell incline but yeah you got to squeeze it in somewhere yeah dude you and me both but my favorite types of gyms so for me it's really two and it honestly depends on what i'm doing for my workout so if I'm in full on football mode and I'm doing all sorts of plyometric stuff and, and I'm working on a whole lot of bench stuff and a whole lot of deadlifts and and just looking to be gritty. I love those rusty hole in the wall gyms where it just it just feels like it feels almost like a cave. You know what I mean? <laughs> And that's you good, can just, good, no, I'm, I'm laughing just because it's funny here and you yeah. say it, but I, I totally get that. Yeah, because it's just like you can, <laughs> you can just like I feel like a bat in a cave. Like it's my home. I just can <laughs> shut out the, I can shut out the outside world and just do my thing. You know. Yeah, I get um, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more of a person who likes to live alone too. Yeah, I'm. For me, it really depends too, uh, when it comes to if I want to lift, uh, if I want to lift alone or if I want to lift with other people. Um, and it, honestly, that comes down to my mood. If I'm in not the best <laughs> mood and I'm using my lift to kind of get away a little bit yeah, and, and relieve some stress, I want to be by myself with my Agreed. headphones and hoodie Agreed. up, just getting a good sweat on. Whereas if, if I'm feeling sociable, I'm in a good mood and I'm working out just cause I got to get my workout in and I got to stay in shape. I'm always game to have somebody to talk to and, and get through my sets with, but yeah, where sure. I'm at right now, I really don't have anybody to work out with. So Same I just, here. I just put my head down and work. But then when it comes to Olympic lifting, I'll be straight up. I'm a, I'm a bit of a prima donna when it comes to that. I like to have my, uh, my bars that spin a lot, my expensive lifting bars and yeah, and my <laughs> fancy bumper plates and my platforms oh, yeah. and, and all that, all that stuff. 
Uh, again, that's that sick. I, I, I wish I had some of that available to me. I mean, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I did go to like a local like track by me, like an indoor track that, yeah. that had some decent Olympic lifting stuff, like good bumper plates and decent mm-hmm. bars. But that's closed right now. So yeah. nice. <laughs> just Real nice. typical. Yeah. Um, but then so I guess that puts me at like my best gym to work out at would be. I guess CrossFit, just because yeah. a lot of CrossFit gyms yeah. have Olympic lifting components within them. But unless you're a bodybuilder, I, th- I think most people would probably pick a CrossFit style yeah. gym. Again, and maybe maybe CrossFit's not the right word. Maybe just like a like an athlete training facility. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Cross, CrossFit's not the right word because, like I said, there are some CrossFit gyms that have strictly Olympic lifting components with them where they have platforms and they have uh, plates and kilograms right, and right. all that, all that stuff that you need for that. Whereas um, other CrossFit gyms are, will just have like stacks and stacks and stacks of bumper plates and pounds and old rusty Olympic bars where that are just worn out from hundreds of snatch thousands really of snatches yeah. and everything. Like there's some CrossFit workouts that have you doing like, Literally, uh, doing literally, like, and not even an exaggeration. Snatches. Yeah, a hundred, yeah, like two hundred snatches within like a five or six minute period, which is absurd. But it it makes you look good and it gets you in shape. For I guess. sure, maybe not for sure. athleticism, and it maybe it's not the best for power development. But honestly, that brings me into the to the next point we got here. Um, what are your thoughts on CrossFit? Not CrossFit gyms, but just CrossFit in general. Like, do you like just be straight up with me? Like, do you know all that much about it? Uh, I know a little bit about it just from like watching like the CrossFit competitions on mm-hmm. TV. One thing that I could say, these people are in good fucking shape. Oh my I God. Yeah. Like crazy. Crazy. Incredibly crazy. Shape. You know, you so, gotta... I mean, I, I don't know how much of their style of like competition and training is going to benefit you as an athlete. But if you're looking for a hobby to get into and something to just keep you in shape, I think CrossFit's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. And and there's a lot of uh, a lot of CrossFitters that have transferred into more Olympic weightlifting. And yeah. there's also a lot of uh, CrossFit. Uh, there's a lot of Olympic weightlifters that have transferred more into CrossFit. Um, I know a few of the few of the great CrossFitters. I want to say I want to say maybe not Rich Froning. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Sorry for anybody listening. If you're like huge into CrossFit. I don't think we'll have many people listening to this that are huge. Into yeah. CrossFit. And honestly, we might lose a few <laughs> listeners just because we're yeah. talking about fucking CrossFit, but you got to give, got to give respect. You got to give respect where it's, where it's due. And For sure. Definitely. Definitely there. I mean, I'm seeing people like they do like clean and jerk ladders or just clean ladders and snatch ladders where they'll start at like 135, then they'll go to 225. Then they'll go to 275, then they'll go to 315, 345. They go uh, that heavy. I feel like every time I've watched, yeah. I haven't seen that heavy of weight. So that's that's at like the CrossFit games. And this is take this all with a grain of salt, because this is just from a little bit that I know from from being a little bit <laughs> around it with Olympic lifting. Um when it comes to people at CrossFit gyms when they're just doing like their regular workouts, they'll do absurd numbers of reps. And they won't go crazy. Heavy. Yeah, that, that's what I've noticed. They yeah. literally just do like sixty reps and in, in one set. And yeah, then move to the next exercise, and it's just the same thing over and over. Yeah, 
But when you get to the actual CrossFit games, like the world games, you have uh, – they they do have those ladders where you climb up and wait and up, up, That's up, up, up. Yeah, it, it's definitely kind of lit. I know there's there's a documentary about it on Netflix. I forget what it's called. But it's definitely definitely pretty cool um, if you're just into fitness um, in general. It's definitely – CrossFit's definitely intriguing to me. Definitely not a huge fan of it personally, but it's – like I said, you got to give uh, give respect where it's where it's due. Um, and uh, again, you got to credit. I don't, again, you might not know much about this, but you got to credit CrossFit for bringing attention in the United States to Olympic lifting. So oh, for sure, the, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I feel like like a majority of people know what hand cleaning and snatching is from from people going to crossfit classes exactly exactly because i i know i know a lot of like like older women older men who are like all right like i'm tired of just like working out at a commercial gym and they're like mm-hmm. all right i'll sign up for a crossfit class <laughs> and then that's when they learn how to snatch and that's when they learn right exactly play. yep so that's just how that's kind of how olympic lifting has grown so much in the united states and how usaw has grown so much they get a lot of their athletes from CrossFit or they'll introduce kids will be introduced to CrossFit at a young age because I've seen, I've seen youth CrossFit classes. I've seen like uh, any kids anywhere from like eight to like 10 doing snatches with a PVC pipe, just, just for fun. And kids can find a love for it. And, and I definitely appreciate CrossFit for that. Um, moving on a little bit though. Uh, I did want to talk about, um, when it comes to these specific different types of gyms, do you ever have like favorite workouts to do at these certain gyms? Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of what's available to me. I mean, if, I mean, I, I have a pretty, I would say I have a pretty loose lifting schedule, so I, it's adaptable, but I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm at like, like I mentioned before, if I have to go to the YMCA and work out, like, I mean, I'm probably not planning on doing any, any kind of power lifting or Olympic lifting besides like maybe like front squats and back squats, just, just cause like people get annoyed when you're slamming the weights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's available to me, I'm most likely going to be hand cleaning or, or power cleaning if, yeah. if the gym offers it to me. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely with you there. It all depends on what's there. So for me, when it comes to commercial gyms, like I said, I'm not a fan, but I've definitely been to them and I definitely go to them and I'll definitely go to them in the future just because it's easily accessible. You can just walk in, get like a guest pass. You might have to brush off some stupid salesman, but uh, (laughs) kind of sell you a year long pass, even though you're only in town for like three days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's easily accessible. So my favorite thing to go when I'm going to a commercial gym is to just go and get a little pump in. You know, get my chest pumped up a little bit, get my arms yeah. pumped up, get my legs pumped up. I'll hit machines, really isolate certain muscles, focus right. on isomet- isometric workouts. And it, um, it, it's definitely different for you too, because you're used to training at more of like a hole in the wall CrossFit style mm-hmm. gym. Like I'm the other way around. I've always, I've always been to a commercial gym and the, the only reason I know what Olympic lifting is, is kind of due to my own research as an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, so when it comes to those commercial gyms, I just like to I like to just get a little pump in. Um, and then when it comes to those rusty hole in the wall gyms that I love to go to, 
if there's no Olympic lifting equipment available, I love to deadlift. And I'm in general, I'm not, I'm not a big deadlift fan, but when I see like a, a rogue deadlift bar and it's just ready to be used, ready to be loaded up, I'll gladly work up to a 500, 550 pound single and just pull it just because it's, it's just what the environment entails. You know, if I got metal blaring in the background, heavy metal music screaming in the background uh i'm covered in chalk i just i just get in the zone and i'm not even a power lifter but i you pull 500 will shut the fuck up (laughs) oh my god i can't deadlift like i can you pull you pull more than me bro yeah but 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 listen you got to put it into perspective here i weigh 315 320 pounds True. True. So what what's your deadlift? Last time you maxed your deadlift. Uh, not, like straight most, bar, not trap bar. Yeah, straight bar, the most I ever hit was 445. That's the most I've ever attempted. Yeah, and you weigh, I'm assuming you weighed like 200 pounds then. Um, yeah, I was about 210, 205, 210 for sure. So that's over double body weight. Yeah, I guess that is a good point. Whereas for me, if I'm doing over double body weight, I'm pulling – damn near 650 pounds yeah that's which that's maybe if maybe if i trained it and i trained powerlifting, maybe i could get there I, I could get there yeah that's another thing i feel like deadlifts like you can't like they say like that's kind of a lift that it's like you're either strong or you're not and i i completely disagree i feel like the more you do it the, the more you're just going to develop your form and get better at it and mm-hmm. obviously stronger yeah ab- absolutely but my, my point is, um, or I guess kind of kind of countering that a little bit, um, what people mean by that when they say like, oh, you're either good at it or you're not, is talking like proportions. Like I know some, me personally, I squat probably like 50 or 60 pounds more than I can deadlift. Right, uh, right. Okay, I, I, know, I know people who can deadlift 100 pounds more than they can squat. Right, I gotcha. Yeah, like my, my squat, my squat, my deadlift are... are pretty Pretty accurate like i squat more than i deadlift but it's they're still pretty relatively right it's like 20 or 30 pounds yeah yeah i have a big discrepancy and i think that just comes to comes to olympic lifting um my legs are just a lot stronger than i i want to say my quads are stronger than my hamstrings maybe not stronger but proportionally i feel like your hamstrings are supposed to be a lot stronger than your quads but um for me that difference isn't as significant like my friend squad is probably sitting at like 440, 450 right now. Maybe, maybe a little bit more if I'm really and pushing it and I'm wearing a belt and, and I'm primed and everything. Do you but, front squat more than you back squat? No, no. Okay. I was going to say. I, there, there are some people who it's, who it's pretty close. I can probably back squat a hundred pounds more than I can front squat. A 450 front squat is absolutely ridiculous. Well, <laughs> yeah, but again, I'm 320 pounds. That's still ridiculous. Yeah, but it's all I've been I've been doing this for like shit. I started my sophomore year of high school. So or actually I started freshman year, but I was into like bro lifting. So I would just go to the gym. Right, right. Bench, curl, bicep <laughs> extensions, leg press. I thought it was bad, so badass because I could leg press like nine hundred pounds. Little yeah, did I know yeah. that does not transfer to your fucking squat. I mean it transfers to your squat, but a thousand pound leg press does not correlate to a 500 pound squat. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, it maybe correlates to like a 
350 pounds. Yeah, that, that kind of takes us to our next topic, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Dealing with assholes at the gym. Oh, boy. Yeah, so what characterizes a gym asshole? So for me, it's those people who are just loud and obnoxious. And I guess it's one thing to be loud and obnoxious when you're maxing out. Like, I, I understand that. And it's also right. sometimes you, you kind of just have yeah. to. And it comes in and it comes down to where you're lifting at, too. Like if I'm at a powerlifting gym or if I'm at, well, really just powerlifting, people don't really yell in Olympic lifting sometimes when they're getting really, really heavy. Um, or if I'm at like a powerlifting gym and and it's just loud, you got music blaring, it's going to be loud. People are going to be slamming weights. People are going to be screaming, screaming at you to get up. Um, so that's a little different. Versus if you're at a commercial gym and you're getting ready to do your warm up bench set and you're screaming at the top of your yeah, lungs, let's, yeah, go, yeah. let's go, let's go, sure. let's go, yeah. let's go, let's go. And you're like sniffing, you're breaking ammonia packets and sniffing them or open up your jar of ammonia and sniffing it to bench <laughs> 150 pounds. Like, yeah, when I you mean, when you weigh 150 pounds, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's one thing if you're doing it's it's all proportions, you know, like. Right. If you got a kid who's 110 pounds, this is, I mean, it's light and it's rare, but you got a kid who's 110 pounds benching 230 pounds. Like that's crazy. Um, Versus if you have me stepping up to bench and I start screaming and, and having people slap the shit out of my back and I'm getting chalked to bench and I'm getting chalked to bench um, like 225. Right. Right. Like, it's people will just look at me like, who the fuck yeah. is this guy? Get this guy the fuck out of here. This guy's Honestly, for me, like thinking about what pisses me off in the gym, it's not even like people lifting. It's what they're doing when they're not lifting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Me off. Absolutely. So absolutely. Biggest, biggest pet peeve is like I, sometimes like you're in a little bit of a rush in your lift and like you kind of you kind of got to go up to people if they're on the machine and like be like, hey, how many you got left? Like you don't want to mm. ask work in. You don't yeah. want to be like, hi. But when you ask that, it's basically like, hey, I need the machine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then they're like, they're like oh, oh, yeah, I got two sets left. And then they look down on their on their Instagram and scroll through their phone. Yeah. That absolutely drives me fucking insane what else drives me fucking insane is if you work out in a group bigger than two people now i don't i don't mean that you can't go to the gym with more with more than two people you can mm-hmm. you can go with three you go with four if there's four of you on a fucking bench and you're all going you're all benching you're gonna be there for fucking 40 minutes like there you're not the only people in the gym yeah yeah Hundred percent, and like it's it's always like these like twelve and like thirteen year olds that are just yes, like yes. benching like benching like quarters. I'm just like, oh my god, I need to work out. <laughs> you know, you know what I hate to say though. Oh, I was there. I was one. That was that was, was one of them. When I was, fucking 12, <laughs> when I was 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And I started going to the gym with my boys. Like, of course, you don't you don't want to disperse. Yeah. Like everybody's completely than you completely and- hypocritical here. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred percent. You can't help it, but I, I know what you mean. You hate to see it. When you're older. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know exactly where you're coming from. Another big pet peeve of mine too is when people go to the gym and they just they judge other people. Yeah, like it's, that. It's, like you're all there for the same it's, reason. It's it's one thing to to look at somebody who's just trying to be 
who's trying to be an asshole and will slap on 700 pounds and 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 quarter squat it and act like they just hit a full depth squat you know and that you know there's a difference between quarter squatting for for a specific movement that you're trying to train right and meaning to do a full squat but you just quarter squat instead right two different two completely different things and i that brings me to another point kind of off topic but i've seen people there was this video that popped up on tiktok once and it was this girl she was an olympian i forget what her name was i'm pretty sure she was an olympic swimmer or a track athlete she was some sort of olympic athlete some sort of olympian and she was doing quarter squats to be specific she was training a, a specific movement and um to get her better in her respective sport which again is understandable like for example we've done quarter squats Absolutely. For a specific for a specific workout once too, when we're in season to try to take some of the stress off of off of our central nervous systems, we did quarter squats, which totally makes sense if there's a purpose behind it. And I just saw people in the comments section ripping her. Like, yeah, it's oh like my god, like why are you quarter squatting? Why are you quarter squatting? Like that's such bullshit. Get out of the gym, get out of the gym. And it's yeah, starting to get like disrespectful and, and misogynistic. And it's like, what the fuck? I'm, that, that's I'm totally off topic no i'm no expert in any of this but i know enough where like i could look at someone working out and could probably pick out what they're trying what they're trying to accomplish yes yes absolutely absolutely and like i like i said with that whole situation with that whole tiktok thing like i just i had to hop in the comments and be like do you not understand like and i didn't i didn't know who the girl was but I could tell, like you said, you can tell when somebody knows what they're doing. And I clicked right. on her bio and it said something along the lines of something, something Olympian, maybe like right. Right. 20, 2016 Olympian, uh, whatever it was. And it was just like, do you not think this girl knows what the fuck she's doing? Yeah. I do you mean, not think that uh, her trainers know what they're doing? And that's just yeah, people, right. That's she's, just people. That's just assholes on social media thinking they know everything. She's and, an Olympian. She's she's there for a reason. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure she knows how to do a full depth squat. You know, um, and that brings me to another characteristic of like a gym asshole. It's people who sit there on social media and post out the ass without knowing what they're talking about oh or what God. they're posting. And don't get me wrong. I post, I post like all my workouts on, on social media. That's, that's how I got my, yeah, you know why that, you know why that's okay, Will? Cause you know what you're talking about and yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, and I'm all for people wanting to learn. Right. You know? I want people, I want people to build their confidence and, and want to post what they're doing so that they can show their progress and everything like that. But if it, what you do on your account is your business. But if you're going to go to somebody else's account, even if I see an asshole flexing a 500 pound quarter squat, like it was full depth, I'm still not going to comment anything because that's just not my, right. Not my business. I don't need to go in there and, and be like, Oh, your form sucks or bro, get out of the gym. Like there's no need for that. Yeah. You know, like don't I, basically what I'm the characteristic I'm hinting at is people who are just going to judge others. Like, don't go to the gym and judge other people, do you? You're there to get better for yourself. And, of course, everybody's guilty of, of judging other people. It's just natural. It's what human nature is. Like, I've, I'm not going to lie. I've been to the gym, and I've seen people working out, and I'm like, oh, man, that looks 
that looks yeah fun. like so yeah this person has no this idea person doesn't doing. know what they're doing yeah. but at the end of the day you got to respect anybody that goes to the gym because they're trying right. to make themselves better they showed up <laughs> in some in some aspect exactly they showed up they got up they had their fucking coffee they went about their fucking day and they made it to the gym despite Absolutely. all of their odds and they're working to get themselves better so you gotta you gotta respect anybody that goes to the gym on some level but there's still gonna be assholes there um and kind of what i like to do when I'm dealing with, with gym assholes and it kind of puts me in the asshole position too. I can be, I can definitely be a gym asshole sometimes. <laughs> um, when I see people judging other people uh, or they're trying to flex their, their huge squat and trying to like eye down other people and they're screaming all over the place and everything. I'll just kind of casually work my way over to the squat rack and yeah, just load that, my, just load it up. Yeah. <laughs> same way i mean and again like i said it it can be kind of hypocritical like i'm admitting i can be a gym asshole sometimes and i'm sure anybody who lifts yeah, weights has been and can you be cocky and when you're doing i'm sure it. of course it's just it's natural it's natural but you also got to understand like like don't be like that all the time mm-hmm. and and the judging thing is where i draw the line right you know um it's one thing to just get into it and, and start making loud noises and, you know, let out a couple grunts when you're squatting or deadlifting or doing whatever, whatever workout you're doing. But when it comes to looking at other people and thinking I'm better than you, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> and then that's when I feel like I got to step in and work my way over and just kind of give somebody a reality check. And I've had people give me a reality check too. I've been in a gym thinking, I'm the strongest dude here. I'm the strongest dude here. And then I'll right, have then some, some badass up. fucking yeah. powerlifter <laughs> walk in and squat 700 pounds. And I'm like, well, shit, <laughs> I got to keep working out. I got to get to that point. So um, it's just gym, gym culture can be, it can be great at times. And that's where I'll give CrossFit credit back to the whole CrossFit thing. Their environment is so supportive. Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't know if, you, if you've ever seen this, if you ever get a chance to just get in like one workout in the CrossFit gym on your own or just look into it, like everybody's so supportive of each other. Everybody's pushing each other. And it's like and it's like a team sport. Almost, yeah, because you know, like the thing with CrossFit is it's like everyone's doing the same workouts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has the same goal in mind. So it's yeah. like it, exactly as you said, it kind of yeah. turns into like a team thing. Yeah. Of course, you get those few people who can come in and get arrogant because they think they're better than everybody. Blah, right. Blah, but that's <laughs> going to happen with anything. Yeah. And, and, and anybody is susceptible for that to happen to them. People oh, 100%. can't look past that. You know, when you're getting pushed out the ass as, uh, as say, you're like a prominent, promising, like Olympic lifter, or, or we'll put it into better terms, more, more understanding terms for, for our audience. If you're a football player, and you're getting offers out the ass and and you think you're the shit like and nobody's ever told you differently like you just psychologically i feel like you can't really help it until oh, somebody 100%. somebody has Happiness. to somebody Happiness has to, yeah <laughs> yeah somebody has to come in and check your ass yep you know that's the only way i feel like that's the only way to fix that you just and it just humbles you um and like I said, it just it gets so so toxic because people get this like alpha mentality, thinking they're they're better than everybody. Like I'm alpha, you're beta. Like I'm stronger than you, I'm better then, than you. And then on top of it, it can almost get to a point where like it's detrimental to yourself. 
Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. You get, get so cocky that like, complacent. Yeah, I could take the day off or like, now nah, mm-hmm. I'll go a little lighter today. I'll do I'll do this. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. It's all about, it's all about that. Like with anything, you know, it's all about finding a balance between like your, when it comes to attitude in the gym, just like finding a balance in your workouts and what works for you and what you should do and what you shouldn't do on certain days and learning to read your body. It's just like, um, it's the same way with attitude. You got to know when you can be cocky and kind of, if you're around cockier people and you kind of want to try to check them and, and humble them a little bit and you know, you can, then I honestly think it's okay to be a little bit of an asshole because they're being assholes and you want to shut them the hell up. So then you can get back to being a normal person and everybody else can get back to being a normal person. (laughs) Um, And then you also got to know when you're being an asshole and you got to read the room a little bit and be like, I don't need to be so loud and obnoxious and I don't need to be slamming the fuck out of my weights right now. And, and all that, you know, agreed. Agreed. So, and back to that whole alpha mentality, it's always these gym assholes that think they're, they're quote unquote alpha. And I've never even used this term in like, it's not in my regular vocabulary. Like I don't go to the gym and be like, Oh, I'm alpha. I've heard people say it. Saying the word alpha is pretty unalpha. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. And I always hear it from, uh, do you know uh, Bro Science on YouTube? Don Mazzetti. Don fucking Mazzetti. Great. It's, a, it's a parody of yeah. these gym assholes. You know, he's, Mike, Mike Tornaby is the real guy, and he does a great job. And he and he's all, uh, he's, does a great job of portraying this gym, quote-unquote, alpha asshole. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. One of my favorite YouTube channels yeah, ever. Um. And then in realistically, though, if you want to talk in terms of who's alpha, the people who are really alpha, it's it's really anybody who keeps to them. I think it's anybody who goes to the gym and just does things to get better for themselves. Yes. You know, you're not there. You're not there to look better. You're not there to look better to make yourself look better from. Uh, fuck, I can't talk. Ugh. You're not there to make yourself look better than other people like you're not trying to put other people down you're there for yourself yeah it's not it's not a competition with other people it's a competition with yourself exactly exactly and and again back to myself a little bit on this whole gym thing and how i feel like everybody goes through this phase when you first get there your first intention is to get yourself better and then once you start to get good at working out good at lifting weights good at fitness things then it turns into a little bit of an ego game yeah you're trying to make yourself look better than other people and like i said i've been victim to this this was my this phase was my whole really freshman through like early junior year of high school where i just thought i was a shit because i was strong stronger than people that i went to school with and everything and then after that you just kind of get to that self-actualization thing shout out Abraham Maslow. I actually learned a thing or two in, in school. I actually learned a thing or two. You have your hierarchy of needs and you're achieving that self-actualization part. So we should we should do that sometime. We should put together a gym hierarchy of needs. What do you mean? Why am I not following? Like, you never heard about the, the hierarchy of needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs? It's like your, your basic yeah. homeostasis things food, shelter, water. Those are your things that you're going to take care of first. 
then after that you're going to take care of your um what's the next thing i'm gonna look it up right now actually while i got my computer i think i'm following so like and then do it in like a gym sense like yeah that'd be oh i got you okay i'll do i'll do a whole episode on that keep that in mind yeah maslow's hierarchy of needs so first you got you got your physiological needs um my internet sucks if your physiological needs then you have your safety needs that you're going to meet so you're going to make sure you're secure and safe you know you're going to make sure your door's locked in your house you're going to you're not going to go take a job that's going to put you in danger and then from there you're going to take care of your belongingness and, and social needs and then you're going to take care of your esteem needs which is your um you know your feeling of yourself like self-accomplishment and then you have your self-actualization which is reaching your full potential as a person so it's like that self-actualization point in the gym would be i don't want to say say it in a physical sense because you can just keep improving and improving and improving you're never going to reach that peak point i mean you can reach that peak point but um that's really just when you get old um and even then that's arguable because i've seen some strong ass like 60 year olds work out um it's when you get to that point where it's like, I'm here to better myself and you stay there. Like I'm here to, to make myself better mentally and physically. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now getting out of the, getting out of the kind of a deep talk that was there. Um, classic. Just the classic. <laughs> well, I always, I always get into something deep. Never there won't be an episode on this where I don't get into some sort yeah, of where, where Will Will stems off and di- dives right into the heartstrings. Hundred percent. Last episode it was about the whole like staying with football and don't not doing it for clout. So right, I, right. Each, each episode it's going to be something. But, um, let's talk worst gym experiences. This little little fun thing to finish off with here. Uh, <laughs> I'll start. I know I yeah, have a feeling on what yours is going to be and. Um, it's going to be a great thing to fucking finish with. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Save the best for last. But mine, so I was, uh, shoot, this was summer going into freshman year of college. I'm working out at my gym. Um, I'm working out by myself. I'm getting ready to bench. I'm doing tempo bench because it's, uh, yeah, it was it's just on the workout for that day. And I get through my first warm-ups. I hit the bar for a good amount of reps. Then I hit 135. Then I go 185. I go 225. And then I'm getting to my work sets for my tempo sets. I'm getting to like 245, 255, maybe 265. I forget what the weight was. I actually have this video. And it's actually somewhere on my TikTok page. And I also have it somewhere in my camera roll. But I unrack the bar. I'm in there. There's two other dudes in there. And this is like a straight powerlifting gym. Like all these guys are fucking huge, either shredded or big as hell. So, and they're just in the back deadlifting, you know, they look at me, they're like this, then these guys are like, they're probably like 30, anywhere from like 28 to like 34. And they're in the back doing their own thing. Obviously they keep an eye on me, you know, and again, with small gyms like that, people look out for each other. And I love that. Right. Anyways, they're keeping an eye on me at first, and then they see that I'm fine. They ask me if I need a spot. I'm like, I'm good. You guys do what you got to do. Um, I'm working at, with lightweights. And I unracked the bar for, I think it was my second work set. And you know how when you're walking, 
just for a little comparison. You know how when you're walking, sometimes your knee buckles and you like stumble? <laughs> so I unracked the bar and my wrist buckled. And 250 pounds or whatever it was just dropped straight on my chin. And luckily, it was light enough to the point where I could control it on some level as I was as it was coming down, speeding, speeding down on me. And I didn't have clips on the sides because I knew I was benching by myself. So if something like that happened, I would have to bail the weights on each side um, or else I would have been really fucked. Um, it slammed down on my chin and it pushed my lower lip into my upper teeth. And it yeah, put a I, can't hole. Believe, I cannot believe that you didn't break any teeth on that. Dude, dude that's where I think, a, I think it was just godsend that I didn't break any teeth. And B, I think it's just because I took that precaution of letting the not using clips. So it didn't just sit there. I feel like if it just right, sat right there up. and I had to try to wiggle it off with clips on, I would have tweaked something or it would have went further up on my face and smashed a tooth or something. Gotcha. Um, I shed the weight. I stand up. The two guys deadlifting in the back didn't see a thing until like they heard the weights clang on the floor. And they just run over there and their deep ass voice. They're like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yep. yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. There's, it just, a, hole. Just, There's a hole in my no, face. No, man. but I didn't, I didn't know there was a hole in my lip yet. Oh I, shit. I just, I felt, I felt the blood. Right. Like, oh, it's, just like, oh. it's just the bar, the bar cut me. Maybe the yeah. nerve was uh, in Ohio power bar. So the knurling was really, really sharp on it. And I'm thinking maybe just scrape me and it nicked something. So I touched that. And as I pressed it, um, I didn't even feel the pain, but as I pressed it to get the little drop of blood on my finger, I tasted blood too. And I was like, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> I didn't even put, my, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I didn't put my finger in my mouth after I touched it. Uh, and then I put my tongue like in the front of my lip. Uh, you felt the hole. Oh, that probably I felt, I felt the hole. Oh, and I went in at first. I was like, freaking out a little bit for like 30 seconds and then i just like relaxed a little bit and i was like i'm fine it's kind of funny i had to like sign <laughs> some, i had to sign some paper at the gym desk to be like i'm not gonna sue and i told the owner straight up i'm like look i'm not i'm not that guy i know that was on me uh, <laughs> i know that was my fuck up this is my responsibility you should have uh, sued him <laughs> yeah fuck that guy <laughs> uh, he was they're good people at that gym really really good people at that gym um anyway actually the gym's a perfect storm hardcore training or perfect storm hardcore performance great gym great facility great people if if anybody lift listening to this lives in central florida or on the space coast somewhere and is anywhere near holly hill check that out because it was legit and I loved it. Only reason I left there was because when COVID happened, they had to cut their hours back from like, I think it was, they were open from like 5 a.m. to like 10 p.m. They had to cut their hours to noon to 9 p.m. And I had a job at that time. So I needed a 24 hour gym, which is why I'm at Anytime Fitness now. And I just really got into things at uh, Anytime Fitness and it's, it's just more convenient for when I need to work out either early in the morning or super late at night. But great, great gym, great gym, great people, great owners. They were great to me. Um, yeah, so that was embarrassing. I had to get three stitches in the front, three stitches, three f stitches in the front of my mouth, three stitches in the back, yeah. behind my lip. 
Um, they were in there for, I don't know, however long stitches are normally in for. Um, I had to get the, the oh, ones in the front actually removed. The ones on the inside were like dissolvable. And right, right. Yeah, it was, it was something. That's definitely one of my worst gym experiences. But now we have uh, a great uh-huh. story. From Mr. Wagner. Well, well, we're gonna we're gonna save that for the next question. I'll go along the lines. Of, oh, okay. I'll okay. go along the lines of that. Um, okay. So this was my sophomore year. This is like before I really started like hand cleaning or whatever. Yeah. Um. So like I'm just strictly doing like deadlift, squat, bench, typical just like meathead workout. Uh-huh. So I'm feeling good on squat, like really good. So I was like, all right, I'll put on a little weight. So I, I go up to like 405. So like I get that up easy. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm feeling good. I was like, I didn't have a spot though. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Uh-huh. So I throw the weight on the bar. Um, it's 425. And I'm lucky enough that my boy, John, pulls up to the gym, like right as I'm about to do it. And I'm like, yo, you want to give me a spot? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I had pretty good squat form. So like I, I was asked to grass. So I'm, I'm mid rep and I, I just feel it. I say straight to myself. I'm like, this is not going up. <laughs> this is not going up. There's zero chance I finish this rep. And for some reason, my first instinct was to take my hands off of the bar and grab. Oh, you did that. I know exactly what you're talking about. So many people do that. Oh no. I don't know why. Um, just cause it's stable. Yeah. But I, I tried to dump it off the back, but I just couldn't, couldn't like get that extension. So not only did it roll right off my head, it slammed directly on my Oh my, my God. Yeah. So that, pretty much ruined my working out for like a week and oh then on top of it, i was just terrified to ever go that heavy on squats for like for like my next like six workouts doing yeah. that'll do it yeah that'll do it i had a yeah. uh, actually kind of another not worse gym experience but when i first really got into competitive olympic lifting when i was training to try to qualify for a national meet for youth nationals uh, I was like 15 or 16. I think it was 16. And I was working up to a heavy clean and I'm working with this coach and he's, he's, he's another great guy, great guy. And I'm working out at his CrossFit gym and he's got a little uh, Olympic lifting set up in the back and I'm working up to do my cleans and it's going good. It's going good. My form looks great. I'm like, this is feeling great, feeling good. And I, had ne- at this point I had never cleaned over like 250 pounds. But I also had never had proper like technique just because I never took the time to learn it. Um, so I go there and I'm warming up and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I hit like I hit 115, which was a PR. It was like 255, 115 kilograms, 255, I think around there. And I hit that. I go up to 120 kilograms, which was a big milestone. It's too big. It's too uh, red uh, 25 kilogram bumper plates on each side. Uh, I hit that like it was nothing. And then I'm feeling really good. I'm thinking maybe I could even get up to like 140, which is 308. And 
I go up another five kilograms. I go to 125, which is 275. And on the catch, the bar came out forward. Mm-hmm. And as I was swinging my elbow through, my elbow slammed down on my right knee. And the bar landed on my palm and pushed my hand back. Yummy. And it sounds like a human pretzel. I think, yeah, I think it get, fractured my hand. I, uh, I never went to the, I went to the doctors and got an x-ray. I think there were made like, but this was like three weeks later. I think it was fractured. Cause now I still have like a bump in my hand. Uh, the coach told me to, to go to the doctor and get an x-ray, but me being me, I was like, nah, <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll just ice it up. And, and it's fine. It, it's fine now. There's just a little bump yeah. in my hand. But uh, you ever see someone like fail like a snatch or a hand clean where like they just lands on their back, where they land on their back, or like it just makes their knees fold in? Oh yeah, yeah. I've never seen it in person. I mean, I've seen videos. I don't know how I'd be able to handle that if I ever saw that. It's it's gross. I've I've seen it. I've seen people. I've seen somebody drop in high school weightlifting in Florida. They have bench and they have clean and jerk. Now they're actually implementing snatch, which is huge. Um, it's not going to count yet, but they're going to get guys to do it anyways, which just gets me fucking psyched. But that's irrelevant. Um, in the bench portion, I watched a kid at the regional meet. So if you place first there, you go to States, if you place first in your weight class. And I watched a kid drop a bar like on his collarbone oh. benching. It had to be like three something. That'll, that'll just do it. straight down. It was, yeah. it was that gross. Is- but uh i want to i enough of this i gotta hear your story i don't really have (laughs) i can't really compare i don't really have many uh crummy gym locker room experiences like this granted i've seen i've seen my fair share of of nuts stuck to a kneecap yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh but yours trumps everything so i i gotta hear it right now so this was in like the seventh grade. So like I just started working out. Yeah. Like I I always like did like my push-ups and sit-ups before like I actually went to the gym. But like it was at that point I was like, all right, I, I think I'm I'm old enough where like yeah, I you're could, making the switch. Yeah, I could get a gym membership. Yeah. So I'm in the locker room. Like I, I just I'm grabbing my bag. I just finished my workout. Uh, the guy this guy walks out and he notices my high school sweatshirt. So like, at first he's just like, it's, it's normal. He's just like, Oh, you, you go to Farrell. I was like, no, uh, but like, I'm, I'm thinking about going to Farrell. Monsignor Farrell is the high school that I went to, by the way. Um, and then he was like, he was like, Oh, my son goes to uh, New Dorp and New Dorp is a, a local public high school by me. And he was just rambling and rambling about his son and, I've never heard someone repeat themselves so many times in such a long (laughs) duration. Like, I'm not kidding you. He was like telling me his stats and then jumped to how, how he got to the gym that day and then jumped back to the stats and then jumped back to how he got to the gym that day. And like, I'm in the seventh grade, like, I'm just like, I want to go home. Like, I, I'm like, 
I didn't know what to do. Cause I was like, if I just like walk away, like, I mean, uh, he's going to think like I'm a dick and he's like, but anyways, like, oh, he's, he's in a towel nonetheless to, to add on top of this. He's not clothed. Um, but yeah, he's just rambling and rambling. Like he's giving, he's, you ever get into a conversation with someone and like, they're talking to you about people that you clearly don't know, but they're talking to you about like them. You know them all the fucking time. So like he's throwing names at me and I'm just like, I'm spinning completely spinning. But anyway, let's take this four years down the road. So it's me, my grandpa and my brother and we're heading somewhere. I forget where, but like we drove past the Wendy's and like we were hungry. So we're like, all right, we'll stop quick before we get on the way. So we get our food. We sit down. Who walks in the Wendy's? The fucking guy. Walks in the Wendy's. Oh, my God. He, here's the crazy part. I don't think he remembered who I was. But for some reason, he was completely compelled to walk in there and sit down and and talk to us <laughs> like he didn't even get food like he literally just like walked in <laughs> saw, saw us and was just like that's gotta be the best part he didn't even get fucking food no he didn't he didn't order anything he just peered he in the window he's like oh i like I, I don't you guys he, look nice let me talk god, to him. only god knows what this guy was up to and where he was going but he he walked in and like he sat for the whole meal like we were done eating for like a good 25 minutes and like my grandpa will sit there and talk to anyone. I love him. Yeah. To death. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. Any, any grandpa will. I yeah. do that. I'm a fucking grandpa. Just in, just indulging in this guy's absolute nonsense of stories. And then I actually saw him one last time when I went to my gym and they told me that they were changing the name of the gym like the ownership was getting yeah. changed yep, so yep. i no longer had a membership <laughs> which sucked and then Terrible. he he walked he walked past me and that was the last time i saw him and his memory will forever stick with me <laughs> in my gym experience as, as the guy who talked to you half naked in the locker room who yes. also found you four years later and talked to you in wendy's yeah. that's that's sick that was that had to be the best way to end this yeah, episode. It. That was unreal. I would uh, include names, but like it's no, nah. no, nah, yeah, it's not worth it. But nah. he would. That was that was something. Oh my that god, that's that's fucking unreal. <laughs> I um, think I actually have a video of it too. Now that I'm thinking about oh it. Oh my god, you got you got to get me that video. On one of my old phones. I gotta take a look. I'm almost you positive. My gotta get me that video. Please and like the best part. Oh, and the best part is my brother had no idea that I knew who this guy was before he sat down. <laughs> so like they got in the car and like my grandpa and my brother were like, "What just happened?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I see him in the gym." <laughs> <laughs> if I'm your grandpa, I'm like, "You're getting the fuck out of that gym." Literally it's fucking creepy. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I said, that's that's got to be the best way to end this episode. Um, <laughs> you got anything else to add, man? Um, I think, I think that might be it. Yeah, it was pretty much it. Yeah, man. All it. right. Uh, that's episode two of the Max Out podcast. Um, new episodes every Monday. Max Out Monday. Um, 
we're recording this a little late just because shitty timing, but um, yeah, this will be yeah, it'll be it'll be up it'll be up tomorrow and uh, every Monday. Stay tuned. Uh, make sure you follow. Uh, make sure you stream us. We're on everything. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. check us out. Uh, follow me on TikTok, Willie underscore C sixty five. Also on Instagram and Twitter, W Cunningham sixty five. Uh, then you want to drop your socials, or do you not want to be a social person? Uh, yeah, I'll drop my so. I actually don't. I'm pretty sure I have a different name for all three of them. That's stupid. Well, you, you don't have a TikTok. So. Hit me up on Twitter, Vin Wagner twenty uh, thirty three. I'm sorry, I'll repeat that, Vin Wagner thirty three, and then on Instagram, Vincent double underscore Wagner. What a guy! All right, that wraps it up. It will. Hey, Vin. Nice. Nice. <laughs>